Good Friday. Welcome in to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. I'm Chris Yao filling in for Tom Price one more time. He'll be back on Monday. Looking forward to that. So glad to be with you here on this Friday as I bring you all the news that is news from across Southern Middle Tennessee. We have a full show for you, so we'll get started with local news. The Tennessee Department of Education Value Added Assessment System, or TVOS, released statewide scores this week. Murray County Schools is happy to share that the district overall increased from a level one defined as significant evidence that the district students made less growth than expected to level three, described as evidence that the district students made growth as expected. To break down the gains from a level one to level three growth, the MCPS had five schools receive a level five, three a level four, and five a level three. In a message to the district, Superintendent Lisa Ventura shared that it takes everyone in schools doing their jobs to make growth gains. She said she's humbled and proud to be the leader and knows how hardworking and dedicated everyone is at every school. The list of schools that obtained level five are Spring Hill Middle School, Battle Creek Middle School, Highland Park Elementary School, Mount Pleasant High School, and Santa Fe Unit School. Level four schools for this year are Hampshire Unit School, J.R. Baker Elementary School and Marvin Wright Elementary School. Level 3, J. Brown Elementary School, Virtual Academy of Murray County, Columbia Central High School, J.E. Woodard Elementary School, and Mount Pleasant Elementary School. In a statement to the community, Ventura shared, quote, I'm so proud and pleased with the hard work and dedication of our schools, teachers, and families. We have more heavy lifting to do, but with growth comes achievement. Several principals gave their thoughts on it as well. Shauna Sparrow-Lang, principal at Spring Home Middle School, said the administration team is truly honored to have the best teachers, staff, and students in the county to share this award. Mike Kennard, principal at Battle Creek Middle School, said he is very proud of the hard work put in by our students, their families, and our BCMS family each and every day. It is rewarding to see the growth in our students recognized by the state of Tennessee. Keep up the hard work. Randy Hubble, principal at Santa Fe Unit School, Said, great job by our students, staff, parents, and community. It takes a village, and we have the best. Go Wildcats. Eric Hughes, principal at Mount Pleasant High School, said, I'm extremely proud of our students and teachers for earning level five status for academic growth for the second straight year. Earning a composite of five is rewarding, but earning a five in literacy, numeracy, and science is a testimony of our cross-curricular collaboration among our teachers. Our goal for the 23-24 school year is continued academic growth and excellence. Kelly Myers, principal at Highland Park Elementary School, said we are thrilled with the growth of our students and are extremely proud of them. Our students work collaboratively. Our teachers work collaboratively to help each student to meet their potential and make progress regardless of their abilities. I'm fortunate to have such a dedicated staff. Level four uh, schools. Marvin Wright Elementary Principal Marissa Massey said thank you to all the staff and parents for working together to help every student grow and succeed. John Clanton, Principal at J.R. Baker, said I'm very proud of our teachers, staff, students, and parents for working together to grow. Our mission at Baker is for everyone to grow, and receiving a level four is a testament to our teachers and staff pouring into our students. Dr. Brian Brewer, principal at Hampshire Unit School, said it is the hard work and dedication of our teachers and students that has made this increase in growth scores possible. Twelve students from four high schools reported to Murray Regional Medical Center on Tuesday for their first work day in the 2023-24 work-based learning program. 
This is the first time Murray Regional Medical Center has participated as a host site for Murray County Public Schools work-based learning program, which allows students to learn from professionals and gain valuable real-world experience. Murray Regional Health is proud to partner with Murray County Public Schools to be a host site for the work-based learning program, said Murray Regional Health CEO Martin Cheney. The experience these students will gain will be invaluable as they prepare for a career in healthcare. The students spent their first few weeks of the semester in the classroom before getting to work on Tuesday applying what they learned to real-world situations. At Murray Regional, the students will shadow in a department for two hours on either Tuesdays or Thursdays throughout the school year. In January, they'll rotate to a new department for the second semester. The departments participating include outpatient cardiology, employee health express care clinic, imaging, nursing professional development, and supply chain. The students will present a capstone project at the end of the school year about what they've learned during the program. We're excited to have these students on campus to show more about what it means to work in healthcare, said Cindy Short, Director of Volunteer Services at Murray Regional. The program also helps them develop necessary skills that will make them successful in any workplace, like a good work ethic, effective communication, time management, customer service, and an understanding of workplace expectations. Work-based learning opportunities are open to all Murray County Public School seniors. Students interested in the program should talk with their school's guidance counselor or HOSA, CTE, or health science teacher, or call Murray Regional Volunteer Services at 931-380-4047 for more information. And now we go to Delk Kennedy, owner-operator of Front Porch Radio, Kennedy Broadcasting, with a special report. This is Del Kennedy from Porch Radio. Today I am in downtown Columbia, Tennessee, and I'm at the grand opening and ribbon cutting for the Center of Hope's new Safe Clinic. I'm speaking with Cindy Sims, director of Center of Hope. Cindy, what does SAFE stand for? Sexual Assault Forensic Exam. So this is a free sexual assault forensic exam clinic. Wow. Now, Center of Hope has been here in Columbia for 34 years now. Tell us what you do and what the new SAFE uh, clinic will add to what you do. Uh, Center of Hope serves victims of domestic and sexual violence, stalking, human trafficking, but this clinic adds an- another layer. We actually will provide say, uh, free rape uh, kits to victims of rape, and you can report, you don't have to report, um, but it allows us to be able to serve you from from the beginning of the tragedy through until when you don't need us anymore. We can help you through the legal system if you choose to report. Um, of course, if you don't, you can come to the clinic and get the medication and the medical care that you need after a rape. Okay, so uh, victims of a rape can come here to the SAFE clinic, which Center of Hope now has, and they will receive uh, treatment from medical professionals uh, for uh, and, and a, an examination uh, with regard to their sexual assault. That's right. That's exactly what it is. Yes, sir. Now, when they come here, it's free, correct? That is correct. And they do not have to go to law enforcement first. They can come here, get the exam, not go to law enforcement, or go to law enforcement. It's their choice. That is correct. In fact, they have up to 10 years to report. Wow, that's amazing. All right, for more information, where do people go? Um, Call our hotline. It's 855-465-4652. Or call our office, 931-840-0916. Or our website, centerofhopetn.org. 
And I'm sure Senator Hope always wants the help of the public, whether it be financial, volunteers, or whatever. Exactly. We would love your help. Um, I can train you to be an advocate. I can um, train you to work in our boutique. You can be a part of our sexual assault response team, whatever um, whatever you feel your calling is. Okay. Again, this is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. I'm in downtown Columbia at the Center of Hope, and I'm at the Center of Hope's grand opening and ribbon cutting for their new safe clinic where victims of sexual assault rape can come and get a professional uh, examination and treatment if needed uh, as a result of the trauma of rape. And uh, it's free. They don't have to go to law enforcement first. They can just come straight here and then decide at a later time whether or not they want to report it to law enforcement. I've been speaking with Cindy Sims. And Cindy, I just want to say congratulations on 34 years of Center of Hope and your new safe clinic. Thank you so much, and thank you, Delt, for being here and your support of our community. It means a lot. Tell me one more time, what does SAFE stand for? Sexual Assault Forensic Exam. There we go. Congratulations, Center of Hope and Cindy Sims. Thank you so much. It's time now to take our first break of the day. When we return, we'll have your hometown memorials brought to you by Oaks and Nichols, as well as state news that affects you. So stick around here on Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Front Porch Radio, broadcasting from West 7th Street, right here in Columbia. Keep listening, 101.7, 103.7, WKOM, WKRM, Delp Kennedy, owner-operator. Great to have you with us. Family first. My dad used to tell us that all the time. But Family First wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Bob Kessling with Pat Ryan. It's a beautiful day for digging. The backhoe operator has the engine running and is moving into position. He's heading for the ground. He's in there. Wait, there's a flag on the play. Let's get out of the field for the call from our official. Illegal procedure on the digging team. Oh, that penalty could cause a costly accident. That's right, Bob. He needs to call before he digs. There's underground utility lines that could be hiding just below the surface. Water, sewer, electrical, communication lines, and even natural gas. Avoid a penalty by first calling 811 to have any underground public utility lines located and marked with flags or paint. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. For more tips, visit pipesafety.org. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters and the Tennessee Gas Association, funded in part by a grant from the Underground Utility Damage Enforcement Board. Scalpel. Scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time. But sir, you can't eat during surgery. Eh, one bite won't hurt. Mm. Whoops. Uh, Napkin. Napkin! At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. You're listening to your local radio. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee today. I'm Chris Yao filling in for Tom Price. We have several more stories to get to today, so please stick around throughout the rest of the show. Right now, we've got your hometown memorials brought to you by our friends at Oaks and Nichols. Mrs. Charlotte Blythe Williams Burton, 89, homemaker, former substitute teacher for Kalioka Unit School and resident of Kalioka, died Tuesday, September 12th at NHC Murray Regional Transitional Care. Funeral services for Mrs. Burton will be conducted Saturday at 2 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Friendship Cemetery. The family will visit with friends Saturday from noon until service time at the funeral home. And now for state news. Two high schools were targeted Wednesday in what Nashville police are calling a trend of hoax phone calls. The FBI has also become involved in an investigation. Nashville police say similar calls have been made to the Nashville International Airport, a Metro Police Precinct, Hard Rock Cafe, and the AT&T building downtown since Thursday. About 100 emergency responders from Nashville Police, Fire, Emergency Medical Services, and Emergency Management descended on Martin Luther King Jr. Magnet School before 9 a.m. The response units included SWAT police negotiators and a helicopter and victim counselors. Hunters Lane High School also received a call at 8.53 a.m. The call did not interrupt school as it was quickly determined by police to be a hoax. Police are working with the FBI to determine the origin of the calls. 
The investigation thus far indicates the likelihood that these specific telephone threats are originating from outside Tennessee. There have been hundreds of similar threats in other American cities as well as those outside the United States, Nashville police said in a release. The police department has been very careful in its wording of the incidents. Police spokesperson Chris Mumford said the motive for the calls remained under investigation and unknown Wednesday afternoon, but said the department is not labeling the call as swatting. By definition, swatting is the action of practice of making a prank call to emergency services in an attempt to bring about the dispatch of a large number of armed police officers to a particular address, according to the Oxford Languages. In some cases, people will pay to have the swatting calls made on their behalf or will call authorities on their enemies. In Tennessee, it is a Class C felony to report threats of bombing or shooting. It carries a prison sentence between 3 and 15 years. The 29th annual Trail of Tears ride to remember is Saturday and will be making its lunch stop in Pulaski. The Trail of Tears Memorial Association puts on the annual event at the Trail of Tears Interpretive Center in Pulaski. 75 motorcycles will cruise into the town for their lunch stop at the Interpretive Center at 220 Stadium Street from 1130 until 2 p.m. on Saturday. The Interpretive Center will be open to the public for tours from 10 until 3 on Saturday as well. Riders will come into town via East College Street coming from East Tennessee. They will stop at the Interpretive Center for lunch around 1130 and will receive a police escort on their way westward through town beginning at 2 p.m. The riders will proceed to Bodenham before moving on to Lawrence County. Local riders are invited to join the ride and the public is encouraged to cheer them on. Patches are available for the 2023 ride and anyone wishing to honor the Native Americans who walked the Bell Route through Giles and Lawrence County are invited to enjoy live music by singer-songwriter Nikki McLeod. Jesse's Flower Sack Food Truck will be on site, and a $100 cash prize drawing will be held at $155 for bikers who enter the drawing. The Pulaski Lions Club will provide desserts. The 29th Annual Ride to Remember by the Trail of Tears Memorial Association is again Saturday, and you can see the Interpretive Center at 220 Stadium Street in Pulaski with tours from 10 until 3. A first-of-its-kind real estate plan for the Tennessee Department of Children's Services received $107 million in additional funding on Thursday, according to a news release from the department. The funding approved by the State Building Commission will go toward designing new Woodland Hills and John S. Wilder Youth Development Centers, as well as renovations and construction of assessment and intake facilities in each of the state's three grand divisions. DCS will use $19 million of the approved funding to begin the design phase for the new Woodland Hills and John S. Water Youth Development Centers. The new facilities will increase bed capacity by more than 150 across the state. The new Water Hardware Secure Facility in Somerville will have 72 beds and the infrastructure will expand to 96 beds for future needs. The new Water Staff Secure Facility will have 24 with the ability to expand to 48 beds. The Woodland Hills Staff Secure Center and facility in Nashville will replace vacant buildings on the campus. It will include a 72-bed facility that can expand to 96 beds in the future. At full capacity, the facilities will give the DCS the ability to offer a total of 216 beds. Approximately $88 million of the additional funding will go toward the conversion and construction of intake facilities and assessment centers across the state. One assessment center and two intake facilities will be located in each of the state's three grand divisions for a total of nine facilities. 
The assessment centers will each have 16 beds to house a child for up to 30 days. Intake facilities will welcome youth for short-term transitional stays with 12 beds, as well as have offices for case managers and other DCS staff. The centers will serve as a crucial entry point for youth in need of immediate care to ensure best initial placement. This real estate plan will expedite the process of finding children their forever homes and create a home base for DCS staff for the very first time through the new intake and assessment facilities, DCS Commissioner Margie Quinn said in the release. DCS's real estate expansion project is aimed at addressing the lack of placement options for children entering the care of the department. The plan will also enhance safety and security for youth and staff at DCS facilities across the state. The Tennessee Highway Safety Office announced last week $28.5 million in federal grant funds to be distributed statewide from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration for the 2023-24 federal fiscal year. Murray County will be receiving a total of $133,105.60. $20,000 will go to the Columbia Police Department for traffic safety and education, $20,022 to the Destin Legiza Foundation for a campaign against impaired driving, $20,000 to DPD for a network coordinator, $38,123.60 to the Murray County Sheriff's Office for traffic safety and education, $4,960 will go to Mount Pleasant Police Department for traffic enforcement, and $50,000 to the Spring Hill Police Department for DUI enforcement. The Tennessee Highway Safety Office is pleased to announce the allocation of federal grant funds to support our traffic safety partners across Tennessee, said Director Buddy Lewis. These funds will be used to increase traffic safety education, public awareness, advocacy, training, and enforcement initiatives to improve driver behavior and protect Tennessee roadways. These partnerships are essential to saving lives and reducing traffic fatalities across Tennessee. Over 370 federal grants, exceeding $28 million in total, have been awarded to law enforcement agencies and highway safety partners across Tennessee. Approximately $3 million in media grant funds will be allocated for statewide highway safety education and public awareness campaigns. Every year, traffic safety advocates, nonprofit organizations, emergency response personnel, law enforcement, district attorneys general, and other state agencies across Tennessee seek funding through grant applications offered by the THSO. Applicants who meet the required data-driven criteria and highway safety standards are awarded grant funds to support the THSO's mission to reduce traffic crashes, injuries, and fatalities. All right, we're going to take our final break of the day. When we come back, one final story from right here in Murray County. Stick around on Front Porch Radio News. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Today. I'm Chris Yow, filling in for Tom Price. We'll be right back after these messages. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why your satisfaction is so important to Jeff Hargrove and Susie Sowell. There's a great deal of satisfaction in serving a family and serving them well. It's an eye for detail and thoughtfulness and taking the time to see that things are done right. We do have nice facilities and good people and we work hard to do things well. 
but we don't want that to intimidate people as to what they think it will cost. Taking care of you is our primary concern. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. You'll have to see it to believe it. Whoever said that must have been talking about Talladega. It's a place where chaos mixes with speed. And a playoffs weekend becomes a lifetime of memories. It's a tradition like no other. At a track like no other. And after it's all over, you still won't believe it ever happened. NASCAR Playoffs Weekend at Talladega, September 30th through October 1st. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com. Imagine all the hits you love in one collection. Live it up with favorites like, I won, did you hear me? I won! Or the timeless treasure, I just won $5,000! And who can forget the all-time classic, Look who's going on vacation! Get your hands on the cash-loaded Hit Instant Games collection at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer. And let the good times roll. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Make it a happy new year. Become the Powerball first millionaire of the year. Announced live on Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest. Enter to win a VIP trip for two to New York that will include a three-night stay at a luxurious Times Square hotel, a chance at a million dollars, and more. Enter any Powerball ticket at tnviprewards.com by October 31st. From the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. You're listening to your local radio. We are back here on Southern Middle Tennessee today. I'm your host, Chris Yao, filling in for Tom Price. We do, in fact, have time for one more story before we get out of here for the weekend. Again, thanks for hanging out with me all week long. Look forward to seeing you again down the road. In the fall of 2017, a new church was launched in downtown Nashville called We Are Here. The fellowship met at the High Wyatt, a music venue located in the Cannery Ballroom Complex in downtown Nashville. A church meeting in a bar actually isn't unheard of, but there was another unique factor. The church community's founding pastor is Original Prince and the Revolution guitarist Des Dickerson. As a musician, I've played in rock and roll bars most of my life, and as someone who is both an ordained pastor and lifelong music business guy, I always thought the ideal venue for a church was a place where folks were accustomed to going on Saturday night. 
They may be open to the idea of attending a church gathering Sunday morning in the same place, he said. In 2020, COVID hit, and the city of Nashville shut down all its public music venues. We Are Here was forced to suspend in-person services and, like many churches, moved online. After over two and a half years of streaming Sunday services and seeing the We Are Here audience extend to other parts of the country and the world, the Dickersons believed it was time to return to live gatherings once again. As a family, they had moved their longtime home of Franklin to Columbia and felt a strong leading to relaunch the church in their new hometown. In the spring of 2023, the opportunity arose for We Are Here to join hands and link arms with Westminster Presbyterian Church in Columbia. Westminster graciously opened their doors and hearts for We Are Here to share space in their building in order to help facilitate their relaunch. The church now holds Sunday services in the Westminster Chapel. We Are Here is focused on a few simple but profound principles. They're built on three pillars. We are God's idea, not the other way around. The truth is not a concept, but a person named Jesus. And God it loves us too much to leave us the way that we are. We're not necessarily out to build a big church, but to simply build big lives around these principles, says the musician pastor. Although some of what we're doing may be a bit different, it's not because we're trying to be different. We're just really committed to being obedient to what we heartily believe God has directed us to do. The re-emergent We Are Here at Westminster Chapel meets at 9 a.m. every Sunday morning. Westminster Presbyterian Church is located at 2800 Trotwood Avenue in Columbia. You can also find We Are Here on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash wearehereus and online at wearehere.us. Thanks for being with us here this week on Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Front Porch Radio here in Columbia. Remember, you can go back and listen to all of these if you missed any day's broadcast on Front Porch Radio TN. You can also read the news right there at frontporchradiotn.com or on Facebook. Find us, join us, look forward to seeing you down the road. Again, I'm Chris Yao, filling in for Tom Price. We'll see you later.